0: Hey guys, it's Tyler. Thanks so much for tuning in to the podcast today where we talk faith, family, and focus in your life and your leadership. You know, juggling all of these things, it is so hard to keep track. Sometimes our heart can become so restless under the stress and the responsibility of all these facets of life. And that's why I wrote my book, Restless, Finding Rest in a Restless World. You can go to my website and get a free copy of that book, a free paperback copy of that book at tylerarobertson.com restless. So if you haven't done that yet, head on over to my website and do that. Grab a free copy of that book, Restless, Finding Rest in a Restless World. And with that, let's dive into the episode. I am learning a really hard lesson that no matter where you are in life, it's easy to build bad health habits. That's the subject today. Today, we're going to talk about three ways to improve your health. ...and to steward your body in a Christ-like, gospel-centered kind of way. Hey guys, welcome to the channel. It's Tyler. We talk faith, family, and focus in your life and your leadership. And today we're talking about your health... And a lot of times we're a little bit hush-hush about this topic, but I think we need to sit down and sometimes we need to look ourselves in the mirror and say, okay, what health habits have I formed that I need to get rid of? Because as I mentioned earlier, it's easy for us to build bad health habits, right? Bad health habits like reaching for a sugary snack when we could be grabbing something a little bit healthier. Or maybe not even eating breakfast that morning because it's rushed and we didn't prepare the night before. Or maybe even being glued to our iPhones because we're really stressed out about a project, right? The season in life you're, that you're in oftentimes dictates the kind of habits that you form. So we must be careful to steward our body in a way that glorifies Jesus Christ and build the habits that's going to help us better serve the Lord in the future. Look what the Bible says in 1 Corinthians. It says, What know ye not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost, which is in you, which ye have of God, and you're not your own, for you're bought with a price. Therefore, glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. Notice what the Holy Spirit says there. He says, Glorify God in your body as well. Will your body last forever? No. One day, praise the Lord, God's going to give us a glorified body. But until we get there, Until we get to heaven one day, we have this temporal body that God, just like our finances, our relationships, our marriage, God has called us to steward our body. So what kind of habits can we form to make it easy to serve the Lord? What kind of habits can we form to make sure we live our lives to the fullest that God intends for us and steward our body in a Christ-like way? Let me give you three. I think the first habit that we can begin to form is to pray about what we eat. Pray about what we eat. Now, you're saying, okay, I know we pray for our food, but you're asking me to pray for what I eat? Yeah, I think this is a great habit to form if we're going to live a life that's prayerful, that's walking with Christ. right? We ought to ask Him the kind of decisions that we should make. We ought to consult Him and say, Lord, Holy Spirit, uh, should I eat this? Right? I think that's a great place to start because oftentimes what happens is we just give in to our desire. We want it, we go get it. We want that milkshake after work because we feel like we've earned it and we go get it and oftentimes we let our flesh dictate what we put in our mouth. We let our flesh and our desires dictate what we eat. But I believe a great habit to form if we want to improve our health as believers and ultimately improve our ability to share the gospel and to serve the Lord is to pray about what we eat. Literally, sit down and say, Lord, is this okay for me to have? Is this okay for my diet? I'm not saying that you should never have treats. I'm just saying leave the choice up to the lord look what the bible says in first corinthians the bible says whether therefore you eat or drink or whatsoever you do do all to the glory of god and i think this speaks to a basic human desire here god is using the picture of eating and of drinking to teach us, hey, it doesn't matter if it's as mundane as just eating and drinking, something you have to do to survive, something that you do multiple times a day. If it's as menial as eating and drinking, do all to the glory of God. And I think this even speaks to what we put in our mouth, literally saying, Lord, with this food, with what I'm eating, with what I'm drinking, Lord, am I pleasing you? Am I letting my fleshly appetites win over the Holy Spirit within me? So I think a great habit of form is to pray about what we eat. On the more practical side about what we eat, here are just a few suggestions that you can keep in mind. Number one, taste your food before you salt it. Don't just reach for the salt shaker and before you've even tried your food, okay? Uh, try your food first and see if it needs a little salt. Uh, that can help you, obviously, in the areas of cholesterol and all of those things. Number two, pack your lunch once or twice a week instead of eating out. This is a great way not only to save money, but also to improve your health because there's a greater likelihood that what you pack at home is going to be less processed. It's going to have less sugars in it and different saturated fats, unsaturated fats. And so um, pack your lunch, pack your lunch uh, maybe once or twice a week and that may cut down on some of the fast food that we consume. Number three, I would say leave snacking to all the nuts out there. And literally, okay, nuts are absolutely wonderful source of protein and calories for you and although they're kind of high in unsaturated fats they can serve as a great source of vitamin E and so I literally have a stash in my desk full of uh, like almonds, cashews, nuts and stuff like that and I want to snack on those versus grabbing that little fun size Snickers bar or grabbing something like that right and those things are great but obviously all of those sugars, uh, my blood sugar doesn't need that, my body doesn't need that and so having a healthier your snack option is going to help me in the long run. And then the second habit that you can form is to get up and to get moving. No matter what season you are in life, you ought to have some kind of game plan to move, to move around. I've seen this time and time again where sometimes someone will retire or they'll get older and what happens? They stop moving. They stop having and then all of a sudden, what happens? is, well, I don't have any purpose. I I feel like I'm making a difference in the world because we stopped moving. And so no matter what season you are in life, I think a great habit to form is to get up and to get moving. Put the phone away, turn the TV off, get up and get moving. According to the CDC, they claim that depending on your age, the average person needs about 30 minutes of exercise each day or 150 minutes each week. Now, that sounds like a lot, but think with me for just a moment. When was the last time you spent 30 minutes on your phone, right? 30 minutes on social media. In fact, the average American spends about five to six hours on their phone per day that's up to 2500 minutes every week and well over that 150 minutes needed to exercise. So think about that in just a moment. If we we have the time, okay, but we've got to make the time to get up and to get moving. Here are just a few fun suggestions uh, as far as getting up and getting moving. One of my favorites is to take a walk and to talk with God. I absolutely love walking. I think walking is so healthy for you. It's healthy for your mind. It's engaging your mind. It's getting your heart rate up just a little bit. It's getting oxygen to your brain. You can I can think clearly. I can talk to the Lord. And that's one of the greatest times, some of the greatest moments I've had with the Lord have just been taking a walk whether that's out in the woods or whether that's just around uh, where you work or where you live get up and take a walk with the lord another suggestion would be working out with a friend or with your spouse everything is more fun when you do it with someone else when you have that accountability partner someone to kind of push you through and say hey you got a couple more in you. You got a couple more push-ups in you. Why don't you keep pushing through, right? Uh, everyone needs that accountability. It helps us so very much. Um, synergy is real. Synergy is a thing, okay? And so we need that energy, that synergy of accountability partner and, and, and a friend to pull us along and say, okay, Let's keep each other motivated. Let's push each other to do this. And that's become such a great, great source of um, communication and just quality time with my wife is just being able to work out with her and we're both stewarding our bodies for the purpose of that week. And then the last suggestion would be listen to a podcast, maybe while you're stretching out. I know something that my grandpa does. He is 83 now and unfortunately his health is starting to decline. But he's always been someone as he's getting older he always tries to do these different strength things and stretching things uh, to make sure his muscles and his ligaments are still working and he's always worked really hard on those kind of things Uh, even if it's just pushing up against the table uh, or a counter or if it's stretching. Stretching does so much good for you. Uh, I do believe you need some cardio. You need to get that heart rate up but at the same time stretching does wonders for you because a lot of times what happens is people focus on the big muscles right the big muscles your hamstrings your biceps your shoulders and all these things and they forget all well all these little ligaments and tendons uh, it's those little things that oftentimes are the first things to go or the first things to snap or get injured uh, because we're neglecting those Uh, so a great thing to do maybe a suggestion to get up and get moving is maybe just take uh, 15 minutes 10 minutes and stretch out maybe listen to some scripture or listen to your favorite podcast Speaking of your favorite podcast, I have a podcast. This channel right here is the Faith, Family, and Focus podcast. And so I would love for you to listen. You can listen wherever you listen to podcasts. Now let me give you that last and final way to improve your health. The last habit I think is so essential to a form if we're going to improve our health is to rest our body And rest our mind. It is no doubt that our bodies need rest. We need to sleep. Right? And I love to sleep. Okay? Uh, It's not hard for me. (laughs) It's not hard for me. Uh, There's something about us, Roberts, is that really we just love to sleep. Okay? And you may be the same way. But understand this. Okay? Your body needs rest. Yes, you are busy changing the world. Yes, you are doing great things. And I get that. But your body, your mind needs rest. Rest. According to the Mayo Clinic, the average person needs about seven or more hours of sleep each day. Ah, That is sweet music to my ears, right? Seven or more hours a day. How much sleep are you getting? How much are you resting your body and resting your mind? I mean, think about it for just a moment. God literally set aside a day for rest. Did God need rest after he created the world in six literal days? No, he didn't need the rest. But you know, on that seventh day, he chose, he sanctified it, he blessed it as a day of rest, as a day of Sabbath. And I think so often in our culture, we get so hurried. Literally, we get so restless in our hurry, in our pursuit of more, that oftentimes what happens is we've not learned to Sabbath. We've literally lost the art of having, be, being able to sit down and rest and focus our minds and our attentions on God, connect with Him. And that's ultimately where our rest begins. Look what Jesus says in Matthew 11, "'Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I'll give you rest.'" Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and ye shall find rest unto your souls. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. Jesus wants us to steward our health for the glory of God, and this stewardship means rest is essential both spiritually and physically. I'm all the big proponent of getting sleep, but understand our mind needs rest our inner man needs to be refreshed how is it refreshed through the word of god and through coming to jesus literally drawing closer to christ this is why a couple years ago i wrote my book restless finding rest in a restless world because i found myself even as a christian becoming so restless like i was doing all the right things i was serving the lord i was so busy doing all the good things uh, but yet i found myself restless you know why because my body was doing the good things but my mind and heart were not as connected to God as they should be. See, here's the reality, is that we can have the facade on the outside that we've got it all together, but on the inside, we can be so restless. We lay down at night and we can't get our mind off of this project, or we, we lay down at night and we just have these restless thoughts of fear, of doubt, of unbelief, and restlessness can cripple you as a believer, and it can impact even your physical health, right? We all know this. Worry it. When you worry, it literally affects your body, it affects your heart rate, it affects your mind and how cognitive you are and how sensitive you are to the things around you. And so having your inner man refreshed in Christ, having rest in your mind and your heart by coming to Jesus, taking his yoke upon you. Instead of the yoke of our own burden, the yoke of our own perfectionism, of our own pleasures, okay, we take the yoke of Jesus Christ and we say, Lord, help me to be refreshed in you. And so there you have it. There's just three ways, simple ways to improve your health. Things that you could do literally right now in whatever season you are. Because listen, there's someone on the other side of your obedience. There's someone on the other side of your stewardship. And sometimes we just got to look ourselves in the mirror and say, hey, If I'm going to do this for Christ, and I'm going to do this to the best of my ability, if I'm going to impact my grandchildren for the Lord, if I'm going to impact my children and these people around me for the Lord Jesus Christ, it begins with stewarding every single part of my Christian life, and that includes my health. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you want to read more articles, listen to more podcast episodes, or find more resources, you can go to tylerarobertson.com. tylerarobertson.com and subscribe to all of that. We would love to have you as a part of our community as we grow in our faith, family, and leadership focus.